It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Can the Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants in week one, even if Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith don't play? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's the easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL, all in lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we are getting ready for the first game of the season, and it wouldn't yeah. be a Dallas Cowboys opener if there wasn't some major injury uh, question marks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here we are. Uh, here we are again, playing the Giants, dealing with the offensive line injuries it must be uh, the week one of uh, yeah. Dallas Cowboys football season, right? Yeah, so let's uh, let's dive right into it. So yeah. the Cowboys have had some unfortunate luck this week. Going into Sunday, they were really healthy. You know, they they all five offensive linemen were practicing, ready to go. Tyler Smith hurt his hamstring on Monday in an individual workout, and then Tyron Smith got hurt yesterday in practice. He has an ankle injury. Uh, as of right now, as this recording. I think both players are going to be listed as questionable. I don't expect either player to to do much over the next couple of day or days or so. Um, but do you anticipate both of these guys playing on Sunday night? It's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough to, to kind of guess at this point because we just didn't really kind of get any insight on how severe any of these injuries are. Um, you know, just all we're going on is basically secondhand information of of uh, you know coaches and, and trying to read the tea leaves of 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 how people are pronouncing the word you know uh, significant or you know we're trying to parse things like that. I tend to think that that the chances that the Cowboys are going to miss both of these guys is very slim. Um, and I think that if if we're going to power rank it just based on reaction from folks inside the building, uh, I think it's more likely that Tyler Smith misses the game than Tyron Smith. Okay. Um, but I, but I also don't know like what percentages are. I, I think for both of these guys, they're basically going to see how they go through Saturday walk through practice, uh, and then that will likely be the kind of determining factor as to whether or not they play. All right, so let's let's assume worst case scenario and that both sure. players are unable to go on Sunday night. Who starts at left tackle? Who starts at left guard? And can the Cowboys win without both of those guys? I mean, the Cowboys have won without Dak Prescott before. So can they win? Yeah, I think they can. Um, it's going to be extremely difficult. And and the question as to who's going to play is a very difficult question. I, I would say that there are three players in play uh, in, a, in a variety of combinations, right? Uh, Juma Doga is going to be in there somewhere. He's your veteran. Uh, yeah. Asim Richards and TJ Bass are really kind of the wild cards, right? Like, 
I think if they want to play a Doga out at left tackle, uh, then you, you look at Richards or, or, or Bass and see exactly which one of those two you feel more comfortable playing inside. If you want to play uh, Chuma inside, uh, then you're probably going to play a Seam Richards at left tackle. Um, so that'll be the interesting kind of thing to see is if one, one or both of these guys go don't go, uh, exactly how they kind of sort that out. They have options. The question is, what's the best kind of combination in there uh, between those three players? So how much would this impact the Cowboys offense if both of them are unable to go? Does it dramatically change your game plan on offense? Do you not run the ball as much? Do you run the ball more? What are your thoughts here? I, I think that you, you know, you still try to play your game. I don't know that you're adjusting the game plan. Henny. I mean, I think the, the, the thing you may do is give, you know, if you have a, 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 you know, a, a Richards in at left tackle, you may give him more help. You may plan on giving, you know, more help to the left side in general, just depending on who's out there. Um, but I imagine that you go in there and you kind of run your game plan uh, the way that you would, you just, you know, that have to, you have to be careful that, you know, those players that are lining up on that side, are going to be, you know, part of wrecking the game plan. Maybe, maybe you lean more into quick passing. Maybe you lean more into some uh, screen stuff or, or tosses to the outside going the other way. Um, you know, I, I think that that's, those are all possibilities or, or, or you trap that side, right. Or, or you run RPOs, uh, uh, you know, leveraging those defenders as the kind of apex uh, guy. Uh, you know, I, I think there are things you could do to kind of, you know, work around it or try to help your guys out against, uh, uh, you know, what would definitely be a mismatch. Uh, but I don't know that you necessarily are completely scrapping your game plan and, and rewriting it because you're missing two guys on your left. The left hardest left part here, Landon, is just that Wink Martindale loves to blitz and he loves to send exotic blitzes. So not only are those guys in a tough spot just because they're in disadvantageous matchups, right? Like you're also going to be getting confused. You're going to see stunts. You're going to see guys dropping. It's just, it's, if the Cowboys have to go with two rookie offensive linemen, which I don't think they'll do, I think I think Adoga will fit in there somewhere. Yeah, but even if he sure. does, like Adoga hasn't practiced a ton because of an injury. It's, it's just a tough matchup. So I, I do expect the Cowboys to try to do some things to help them out. You said some quick passes, maybe some three-step drops from, from Dak where it's not putting as much you know, uh, pressure on the offensive lineman. And maybe you just pull a Chiefs and you let the guys – don't get like three steps before you snap the ball. That'll that'll help a little bit. Well, it helps to have better wide receivers, right? Like this yeah. is why you're you're glad to have you know an improved wide receiver core because now you've got guys who can create separation early in the route and, and hopefully catch passes coming out quickly. And um, make plays after the catch, right? And that's yeah. the thing is if the Giants are going to continue to blitz, you're going to have a lot of one on one opportunities. So if you can throw a five yard slant and have a receiver take it twenty seven yards, that's how you're going to keep the offense moving. Yeah, yeah, and and again, as ugly as the matchup would be uh, for you know a, a rookie being on the offensive line, uh, it's equally ugly for the Giants on the other side of the ball. And we'll talk about that in a second. That that they have to deal with. They, I mean, their best case scenario is that they're starting two two rookies uh, on their uh, you know, defensive yeah. backfield against this wide receiver core. So they're they're dealing with with having to play with a disadvantage as well. Yeah. Uh- any other notes on the Cowboys offense going up against this Giants defense? Uh, we, we've kind of talked about them all week, but do you think the Cowboys will have any success running the ball in this game? Because, man, that front is so good. You know, 
I, I wonder, like, because honestly, like, as good as the front is, and definitely they are stout, like, you know, they, you know, you go back and watch the preseason, they're lining guys up, you know, between the guards, they're, they're, they're trying to put all that beef in there and to try to slow things down. Um, but they weren't great at stopping the run last year. You know, they had all these guys last year, and they were not good at stopping the run. So uh, I do think that there is pay to be made against them in the run game. Um, but the question is exactly like how, you know, how are you going to do it? Is it about getting outside or is it trying to trap those big guys inside yeah. and run past them? Right. Um, I, I do think that, that where I actually think that there's more concern is, um, in, you know, seven step drops and long pa- developing yeah. pass plays because, you know, there's physicality and, and, and that's just so much time to develop that's required. And, and, you know, look, I think Tyler Biotis has done a great job. Uh, these these last two seasons, but it's it's a difficult assignment if they line up uh, Williams, Robinson, um, and Lawrence all inside on those three guards and centers in kind of a bare front and and and, and isolate someone as big as Lawrence on someone like Biotish. So uh, I think that's easier to run around, right? Like it's easier to kind of play power inside and trap them inside. But if it's a pass rush situation and you're having to develop a play, you got to be really careful of of having you know. Lawrence just tossed Biotish at Dak yeah. in, in, in on his way to the quarterback. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about the Cowboys defense. Without the starting left tackle, left guard, potentially in this game, the Cowboys defense probably needs to hold the Giants to under 20 points. Can they do that? We'll get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after six months taking Nutrafol's Men Hair Growth Supplements. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKDOWNNFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare specialists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-L-O-L dot com slash men and enter promo code locked on nfl again one more time that is com slash men promo code locked on nfl this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 u.s based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. We want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. The Locked On Ultimate NFL Season Preview is here. The seven-episode extravaganza brings opinions, analysis, and plenty of debate from all 32 of our Locked On NFL hosts with added insights from our national experts. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode on Locked On NFL on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Lana, let's talk about this Cowboys defense. Um, if they're going to win this game, this defense has to dominate. Where do you think the Cowboys have the biggest advantage here in this one? Ooh, um, I think outside. I mean, look, this they've added Darren Waller to this team, and we're going to have a long conversation about Darren Waller here in a sec, I'm sure. But I think, you know, they don't have a ton of horses at wide receiver. They added Paris Campbell, who has been kind of up and down, you know, in his NFL career. Uh, Darius Slayton is a guy that's still a part of this team. Sterling Shepard is still on this team. So it seems like Sterling Shepard's been on that team for yeah, a decade forever. plus, right? I've been on the injured reserve for most of it. Yeah. They did add Jalen Hyatt. And, and, you know, they have a collection of guys that are all like, Someone in three, two right? or three, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, oh, I'd love to have uh, uh, Wandale Robinson as my, you know, gadget guy number mm-hmm. four, or Paris Campbell as my third receiver slot guy, right? Uh, and Slayton is like probably the closest thing right now to a he's true number one. two, yeah, like by far. And he's, I wouldn't even necessarily call him a number one receiver, right? No. So, uh, I, I think that you know, until Hyatt kind of develops a little bit to what they're looking for. You know, they, they they are kind of understocked at wide receiver, and that's why you're gonna see a very heavy dose of Darren Waller this this Sunday and, and for the rest of the season, I imagine, for the Giants. Uh they're gonna fe- feature him a lot and, and use him a lot as a wide receiver. You're gonna see him line up out as an X. You'll see him obviously uh doing a lot in motion as kind of the motion man and then and then running routes in there. Uh, I mean they'll put him on the line of scrimmage and, and line him up as a traditional tight end, but they definitely will spend a good majority of his snaps moving him around in different spots and trying to get the matchups they want. Um, but I, I think that the thing is, is that the Cowboys are very good at, at covering the tight end. Uh, and they've been very good for the last several years, yeah. especially since Quinn's been here. So uh, it's going to be a kind of an interesting uh, immovable mo- object meets uh, the unstoppable force kind of uh, scenario with, with these two to see exactly how that plays out. The other advantage the Cowboys have is on the defensive line. So I saw a quote from Brian Dable today that they've settled on two starting guards. They're not <laughs> announcing who they are yet, but that's been a problem for them. Uh, yeah. it, it, they just haven't found any consistency there. They're hoping Evan Neal, their right tackle, makes a step up in year two, which I'm sure he will. Andrew Thomas is fantastic. He's yep. one of the best left tackles in the NFL. So they're really solid there, but Everywhere else, it feels like those guys can be at least exposed somewhat. I, I would assume this is going to be a big Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence game. Like th- those two players have got to dominate up front if the Cowboys want to win this one. Yeah, and and I love John Michael Schmitz, who's their rookie pick at center, but he's still a center. He's uh, starting. Yep. is starting. Uh, you know that's that's tough, uh, especially you know. Look, Wink Martindale is getting all the press as the kind of mad genius, but. Uh, if we're talking about stunts and, and, and looping and, and, and attacking the middle of a defense with your edge players, I don't know that there's anybody better than Dan Quinn. So yeah. uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of moving parts on this defensive front. Uh, there's going to be a lot of looping and pirate stunts and DE twists and everything. They're going to try to confuse those inside guys uh, as much as they can and attack the center of that offensive line. Look, as, as, as much as we are down and, and dour about the idea of, of Tyler Smith not starting or Tyron Smith not starting, their starting guard situation is about where our backup guard is. Yeah, so, you know, that's kind of where we are. So that's just to kind of put that in perspective. I, I mean, I guarantee you that if they had Chuma Adoga, he would be in the mix to be sure. starting at guard for them right now. So 
Um, I think for the Cowboys, they, there's definitely clear spots on this offense that they can exploit. Uh, and for, and for the Giants, they are clearly going to run their offense through Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and, and Waller. And, and, and if you can yeah. find a way to stop that, specifically stop Daniel Jones from uh, uh, you know taking huge chunks in the run game, you could focus on Saquon. You could focus on 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 the tight end. I, I think those are two positions that, uh, without wide receiver help to draw uh, to draw defenses out to spread them uh, vertically and horizontally. Uh, the Cowboys should be able to kind of contain, especially in the middle of the field. Where I'm worried about the Cowboys defense is just tackling. Saquon Barkley is really hard to tackle. Yep. So is Darren Waller. Darren, Darren Waller, six, five, sorry, six, six, 250 pounds and runs so good after the catch. Cowboys just haven't practiced a lot of live tackling and a lot of their starters didn't tackle in the preseason just because they didn't play. Um, so you've got to get a lot of hats on, you know, on Barkley. You've got to be really disciplined in your run lanes. That's the kind of stuff that you see in week one that's, you know, you're still shaking off some of the rust. And we know with Barkley, like if you miss a couple tackles, he's got that home run speed to be absolutely gone. So I, I, I have a hard time believing the Giants are going to have multiple drives in this game, of like 70 yards for touchdowns, but they could have some big chunk plays that, you know, help put them in position to get field goals or get touchdowns. That that's what makes me at least a little bit nervous. Yeah, I think the run game is where they're going to try to attack us. I mean, yeah. simply to try to help their young offensive line. Uh, obviously, the pass rush that they're facing is going to be very intense. Uh, and and because traditionally that's just how teams have attacked the Cowboys' defense because the yeah. pass rush on the Cowboys and the pass you know coverage is so good that like it's it, it just makes more sense to attack try to attack the Cowboys. Uh, through the run game. So the Cowboys are going to need to figure out their fits right away. You're going to need, you know, specifically uh, uh, guys, uh, you know, in the middle of the defense. You need Leighton uh, Van Der Esch to have a monster. You, you definitely need Leighton Van Der Esch and Clark to have big games, yeah. like to be ready to go immediately. Well, right? and we, sh- we should also mention Donovan Wilson. He has not practiced this week, so uh, we, we still don't know really the status of him. If he's not in this game, I do worry about their run defense a little bit because he was so good last year, at least down the stretch helping the run game. Yeah, I'm it's interested to know if he if he what his status is, right? Because the reason he didn't practice yesterday was because of I'm we are all assuming the birth of his, of a child that yeah. hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. Uh so I, I wonder if he was able to practice was would he be able to practice? Sure. So that is kind of a wild card there. I guess we'll probably get some clarification uh on that well i don't know if we'll get clarification on on the injury report or not about that but that is something to watch that just because they don't practice on on friday they they have a walkthrough on saturday they don't have an actual practice on friday yeah so we won't know until saturday if he's you know even good to practice uh so uh but if he plays yeah he's going to be a huge part of 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 setting the tone physically especially in the run game uh, as he did last year all right Leon, it's time to make a prediction (sighs) who do you believe will win this game we will get to that next this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned DFS platform in North America. It's easily the most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other sharks and professionals, all you have to do is pick more or less than a player's uh, stat projection. You do that two to six times and you can watch the money roll in. I think Prize Picks is the, the, the best platform out there. I love looking at the passing yards and betting more or less. It's so simple. It's so easy. I can make my picks in less than 60 seconds. 
If you want to try it out, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick two to six player stat projections. Pick more or less in the projection. It's really that simple. Try it out. Make sure you use that promo code LockedOnNFL. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, Landon, it is time to make our predictions (laughs) here for week one. Cowboys, Giants, Sunday night football doesn't get any better than that. Who do you have winning this game? I have the Cowboys winning. I mean, again, we still don't know a lot about who's playing yet, especially on the Cowboys side. Um and I look, I think the Giants deserve credit for, you know, in making their team better. They I think they closed the gap on on the Eagles and the Cowboys to be sure. Is the talent gap similar? No, it's not. Like that's that's that, that that's the thing I think that, that that's really kind of making me crazy. Is I I'm all for giving the Giants credit, but no one is giving Dallas credit. I mean, honestly, the the team improvement that 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 everyone is is pointing to is just the additions of Gilmore and Cooks. Not like that isn't a ton, but that just just that, that that's the additions. And 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 they're discounting all the talent development that's happened from a what was already one of the youngest teams in football last year. So uh no, I don't think that the Giants are uh as talented a football top to bottom as the Cowboys are. I think you can look at the depth of that, right? We just talked about the fact that the Cowboys' biggest issue was who's going to play uh, offensive guard if their starting offensive guard isn't there and that their backup offensive guard is as good as both of the giants starting offensive guards. So I'm picking the Cowboys to win. I think they're three point uh, favorites on the road, which is uh, three and a half, three and a half on half right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually going to pick them to uh, win by a touchdown. I think they'll win a 24, 17. I don't think it'll necessarily be, you know, I think they score a touchdown at the end of the game as opposed to kicking a field goal to win the game, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I tend to think that it will be, you know, a, a classic first game where both teams are kind of feel, feeling each other out for the first half, trying to figure it, get their feet underneath them. Um, but by the end of the game, the talent kind of wins out. Look, as as ugly as the mismatch seems interior, if if you don't have Tyler Smith or Tyron Smith or both, it's equally ug- ugly with the starters at that cornerback versus the Cowboys wide receivers. Um, I just have a hard time believing that Dak isn't going to be able to feast against these guys. Um, so I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys to win 24, 17. It's hard because Dak has played really well against the giants in his career and really well in week one, whenever they played the giants. Right. But at the same time, 
Mike McCarthy, not only in Dallas, where he's 0-3 in week one, Mike McCarthy's just struggled as a week one coach kind of throughout his career. And it could be because, you know, they don't typically play guys in the preseason and they prioritize long-term health more so than trying to win in week one. I also think week one games tend to be really fluky and random. Like, look, don't even look at the Cowboys. Look at last year, like when the 49ers lost to the Bears, the worst team in the NFL in week one. And then they lost to the Broncos in week two. Like, again, one of the worst teams in the league. It's an NFC East game on the road. I won't be surprised if the Cowboys lose like 20 to 17. And it's just kind of ugly and clunky on offense. And they have a hard time sustaining drives. But I could also see one of those games where – it's the Micah Parsons show, and he has a yeah. sack and a half, a forced fumble, and the Giants just are in third and long all game long. So I will, because of the brand, I will pick the Giants here to win a low, ugly game, uh, which would be go against history because the Cowboys do fare really well against the Giants to open up the year. But I also kind of just don't care about week one all that much. It's really just the extension of the preseason, and we don't really learn a lot from week one. That's yeah, I mean – it's a it's a it's a conference game. That's why or a, a, a division a division game. game. That's, that's, that's why it's thing. yeah. That's the only bad thing here is that you'd, you'd hate to lose a division game. But again, yeah, I mean, with the new schedule, with the way the teams are are developed nowadays, September is basically your preseason. You know, yeah. and so you just want to get out two and two, if not better. That's right, and 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 for the Cowboys, you know, they getting a win here would obviously set the tone correctly, but losing here is also not going to end their season. So I mean, literally look at last year. They, they lost in week one, they lost their quarterback. And from that point on, they went 12 and four. And if you remove week 18, where they didn't play anybody, they were 12 and three or do that the year before when they, in week one, they lost to Tampa Bay on the road. They went, 12 and four the rest of the way. And that was without Michael Gallup for the next several weeks. Like, it's okay. If you lose in week one, I promise your season is not over. If the Cowboys lose by 10 points, if the Cowboys win by 10 points and, and Micah Parsons gets seven sacks, we can't overreact to no. week one because it's not Either necessarily way. a strong indication of what's going to happen for the rest of the season. If anything, it's it's still teams figuring out exactly how their team is going to look for the rest of the year. You just want to see your team getting better in September. More importantly, even than that, staying healthy in September, yeah. right? Because if you can get through this first three, four games of the season relatively healthy, then you can start to make a run once teams start to figure themselves out a little bit more uh, in the middle of part of the season. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every day. Every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down this game. Uh, win or lose, we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, go check out our show on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 